Hey everybody, this is Petey from the Spinner Rack, and I just got through watching Wonder Woman 1984 on HBO Max. Now, I have a couple things here. Um, a book of Wonder Woman, and also have this Alex Ross Wonder Woman. Um, this sort of, but this, they didn't use this outfit. They used this outfit here, the W on the, you know, a slightly different um, skirt and whatnot, but uh, so the same headdress. I don't think she had the shield just in this one. But ultimately, we had the new Wonder Woman, Woman streaming on HBO Max, right? So in this movie, let me see, this is a non, well, there's only be one sort of thing giving you a hook of the story. If you've seen some of the, the initial thing where they showed you some of the beginning of it, the beginning contest is like the American Ninja, Iron Man, um, what's the name, what's the, what are they called? Amazon Challenge. It's way bigger than anything you've seen on television. It doesn't go into the wipeout territory, but it's a very cool um, Amazon scene to start of the movie. And sort of give you the framework of what's of what's going to happen in this next part of the story, at least for Diana. But we get to see the um, we get to see the Amazons once again, all our classic Amazons. I think it's Artemis and um, and obviously Hippolyta. So um, once you get past that, we get to 1984, where um, Wonder Woman is an archivist. She works in a uh, museum in D.C. Now this is not Boston like in the um, George Perez series, but this is close. It's getting closer. <laughs> so she could have, I mean, she was in Paris in the in the, the Justice League movies, I believe. So, um, you know, she's in DC. So she's had multiple jobs around, you know, I guess around the world. So in this one, we start and we see it starts off with a heist trying to find these artifacts that are in this jewelry store because they have a black market sort of thing and wonder Woman, we've seen them all in the trailer so it's not giving away anything that there's going to be this big fight in the in the trailer that the big fight at the mall but we've seen it in um stranger things so we're like stranger things kind of killed the mall aspect and wonder Woman was like no we're going to show you some cool stuff and it's a lot of fun, a lot of um, action. And those that first two sort of sequences are very heavy action, uh, you know, action sequences before we introduce, and we're introduced to Barbara Minerva, who's sort of like the similar thing that you see in like Iron Man 3 or the Amazing Spider-Man 2, where you have sort of this nerdy character coming to the fold. But this one is a little different in the interaction with Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, I guess they say, she is not, she's living as Diana Prince. And she has this, but she kind of operates the way the John Byrne Superman worked, the way the Smallville um, Superman worked, where this character sort of um, does things and it's like a, a mutual sort of thing with the people that, you know, they're not sort of letting you know what's going on with Wonder Woman during these, these times and ages. So, in this story, Barbara Minerva comes, there's some cool artifact, and um, we also see um, Diana Prince's, her skill as far as the archivist, she looks at this thing, she's like, 
is able to read and signature knows many languages, and it says something about wishes. And this kind of cues you into what this story is going to be about. And Wonder Woman just, you know, casually thinks about a wish. Obviously, Bob Minerva, she has a moment where she has this moment. And then they also introduce a character called Maxwell Lord. He's immediately brought in. He has these TV commercials, but he comes to this museum and he wants to find out about the art, you know, these artifacts. And he wants to give money to um, this, uh, this museum. So when there's going to be this party, Wonder Woman's not keep big on this party, but she leaves this little thread that um, that's going to bring her to this party, right? And as we go along, we find out that you know things with Maxwell Lord isn't how they seem. Um, stuff with um, Barbara Minerva is kind of changing. So for these three characters, and these are the three characters that are sort of the main characters in this story we get to follow all of their arcs, which is very rare in a movie. Because anyone talks about Magneto or Magneto having a bad, great backstory and all this other stuff, but we rarely get to see it. We get to see a flashback, but really see that character that has this harsh past get this sort of backstory, you know, get stuff happening on camera is, is very powerful. And this is what the story really does. So as you go along, this whole wish aspect that happens with Maxwell Lord, which happens with Barbara Minerva, and which happens with Wonder Woman, all comes to a head at this night of the party. And Wonder Woman, of course, we've seen in the trailer that Steve, um, that Steve Trevor comes back. And this seems to be connected to the wish, or possibly to the wish that Wonder Woman made. So she wants to investigate this and to sort of figure this out. So. Barbara Minerva, her wish was kind of, hey, to be like um, Diana Prince. And she unknowingly gets more confident, gets more powerful. And then Maxwell Lord has this, you know, has his business and things turn around for him at the same time too. So as this goes along, any more giving you away stuff will give you the whole movie. To ultimately say that Wonder Woman is severely challenged throughout this movie. It's things get a lot tougher for her and her relationship with um, Steve Trevor. So this, as far as a superhero movie, is not a thing of a character doubting themselves and find, just having a challenge that, that which is really rare to see in these movies. Not a challenge of I got to save a friend or I got to protect a friend or that sort of thing, a, a point where the character might be wrong in her choice, but she really wants it to be that way. So that's a powerful thing. But Barbara Minerva, she's on a different angle, where she wants something and she likes what she's getting and she doesn't, doesn't matter the cost. And we have Maxwell Lord, who is more interested in power than anything else, which of course is, um, not just Wonder Woman, but there's there's some casualties in his his life too. So, did not give you anything else as far as what's going on because that would spoil everything and spoil the fun, the action, the surprises that are all in this. This as much as I'm going to give you this, but I will give you one other thing. This movie is very similar to Superman Two, and you say no, Superman Two has. <laughs> three Kryptonian villains versus one Superman. So you need to see 
three Amazonian villains versus one woman. This is not that. This is definitely not that. But it does have the, the relationship part where Superman 2, Superman had to give up his, um, his powers for his relationship. And this Wonder Woman 1984 kind of does something similar to that, but not to the effects of the way um, Superman 2 sort of said, without, Superman, without the powers of Superman, Clark Kent would be sort of nothing and a nobody and couldn't figure out how to save the world, which is what we would guess. So it's kind of either have one or the other, that sort of thing. He's able to save the world, or but he can't have a, a romantic life. Whereas Wonder, the Wonder Woman doesn't play it exactly, but it's that same, you know, this relationship thing connected to what the challenge of the story. So that's the one part where it's similar to that. And the other part would be, if you look at Superman 2, they decided that Superman's weakness was the humans, that the humans was Superman's ultimate weakness and that would ultimately could kill him or kill, you know, could cause him to give up and allow the whole world to be taken over by those monsters. So in this story, not to give away too much, Wonder Woman is in a place where the public, like her, is struggling with the effects of these wishes. So how do you, when the public is part of the problem, as it was where you know, that Wonder Woman struggled with the same problem, everyone in the world struggled with this problem. So it's like, how would Wonder Woman be able to change the public, where the public is now going through the same struggles that the three lead characters are going through? And they, they decide to answer that in a different way. They try to find a different answer to that. So I, I recommend this. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of action. I, you know, kind of missed one. I wish they kind of put it, I wish they saw this in the theaters. But I mean, as far as superhero movies go, this is going back to the old days where it's a, it's a, lead character, um, basically one love interest, and it just goes right into the action, sort of that solo character, that solo movie character. So a lot of movies have this thing where they have friends and buddies throughout the story. And this one kind of is a point where Wonder Woman is alone at points. And she has to deal with that solitude in this movie which a lot of movies, which a lot of movies have, you know, have dealt with. That was usually the struggle in the movie. And Wonder Woman, you know, has, you know, has to be the hero and make hard decisions. So with that said, I, um, you know, this is another solid one. It was another fun one. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a recommend for me. If you had to buy um, the HBO Max, you know, you'll <laughs> it, it's going to be it's going to be there for I think thirty days. They said so. Check it out when you can. Spinnerack out. <laughs>